Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes or so long each day, but it keeps us in God's word. And that's important for the strength and development and growth of our faith, because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us focused on a relationship with God and helps us to have a more spiritual, therefore more positive mindset to be able to deal with life every day. Share these short studies with everybody you can. Help people in your life to improve their lives in these ways, to grow in their faith. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, but share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. A great blessing for them, obviously, but also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We got into a new line of thought and study last time, and really it's a continuation of a previous line of thought and study that we have been going through that we divided into two sections. In that study, we talked about how we need to make up our minds. Don't let the devil win in your life. Don't let him beat you down. Don't let him keep you under his influence. Now, he cannot possess you and make you disobey God, make you be lost, make you sin, but he's going to throw all kinds of temptations in various forms and from different directions at you, and he knows your weak points, so he's going to hammer at those consistently, but don't let the devil win, and you don't have to let him win. So we talked about that, and really, it's a positive study. We don't have to be fearful of letting that we have to let the devil win. And in this particular kind of continuation of that study, we're looking at it from a more positive statement. You can beat the devil, and you can have confidence that you can beat the devil. So make up your mind that you're not going to let the devil win, and then realize and believe that God has already communicated to you through his word, you can beat the devil. Well, we certainly face a lot of challenges in life, don't we? Trying, difficult times. Sometimes it's sickness, injuries, with all of the accompanying pain and suffering, and sometimes handicaps physically. There's strained relationships that we deal with also. Sometimes it's family relationships, even uh, divorce, crumbling homes. There's financial hardships that hit us, probably every single one of us at one time or another, or maybe even repeatedly. It could happen through unemployment or unexpected bills, unexpected expenses. Some of that, again, might be related to unexpected illnesses and disabilities. But then there's also the death of a loved one someone, maybe a family member or maybe a friend, but someone close to us, and that can hit us hard as well. Well, we need to understand, we need to have our eyes open. The devil will skillfully use these difficult situations to try to lead you into sin. He will do that. He knows how to do that. He's skillful at that. He will use these difficult situations to try to lead you into sin and away from God. But 
You don't have to give in to his temptations. You don't have to take the bait. You can beat the devil. And God promises you and assures you of that fact. You can beat the devil. We talked about how Peter, the apostle, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, he puts out the warning or the alert, maybe we could look at it that way. He said, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary or enemy, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Now, that roaring lion lives in the wild, and he is looking for wild game that he can pounce on and kill, literally, and rip apart and eat. Well, Peter portrays the devil in that kind of imagery. Now, he's obviously not just out in the wild someplace. He's not looking for a wild animal to kill and eat. But like that, like that lion, he's looking for human beings that he can destroy spiritually by leading them away from God into unrighteousness, into sin, and thereby lead their souls to eternal destruction, eternal condemnation in hell. And he's far worse as an enemy, potentially, than a wild lion would be. If we knew that there was a wild lion walking up and down the street in front of our home, we wouldn't go out there. We'd be calling some authority, saying, hey, there's a wild lion out walking up and down the street. You've got to do something. Come get him. Well, the devil's walking up and down your street right now. He's, in fact, he may be prowling through your home. He's looking for ways to try to lead you to destruction. And it's far worse than being killed by a wild animal. That's physical death. But he's looking for your spiritual destruction for eternity, eternal condemnation in hell. The Apostle Paul said in Romans 6, verse 23, the wages of sin is death. But then he goes on in that same verse and says, but, what a great transition word there, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, which one do you want to be your ultimate eternal destiny? Eternal condemnation in hell, spiritual death, or eternal life with Jesus in heaven, eternal life. It's a no-brainer, isn't it? So a lot of people think, well, but, yeah, but I just, and, and, and this again is how the devil was so effective in hoodwinking us through temptations, working on our thinking, on our minds. Now, again, he can't take us over without our permission, but he keeps working on us. And so he has really convinced a whole lot of people, I can't, I can't live that faithful life. I can't live by those teachings of the Bible. I can't, I can't be a faithful Christian. I just can't do that. Well, why not? Well, because I, I like to be able to, you know, have whatever women I want or whatever men I want. I like to be able to go out and get drunk now and then. I like, you know, I like a, I like a fight now and then. I like to be able to lie and sometimes cheat and maybe even steal from time to time if it suits me at the moment. Well, you've got to make up your mind to repent of that sinfulness. 
Jesus says, except you repent, you will all likewise perish. And so some people have simply, they have surrendered to the ways of the devil. He's convinced them you can't do it. You can't live that spiritual life. You can't live that faithful Christian life. You can't, you can't walk with Jesus faithfully on a consistent basis. It's too hard. You just can't do it. And so they've given in. But they don't, they don't really grasp fully the consequences of taking that particular direction through life. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, that pathway through life or that road down which a person lives, that leads straight to hell. He says destruction. The only alternative to that, there's no middle of the road, is taking that straight, narrow pathway of truth, God's truth, that leads to eternal life in heaven. Now, the choice is really because of the consequences, the ultimate destruction, eternal condemnation, and we're talking about not annihilation, like it's all over. No, it's eternal condemnation, punishment in hell versus eternal life in heaven where there is no more sickness or dying or pain or suffering or crying. It's a no-brainer. But the devil makes, well, he, he, he's successful in leading a lot of people to think, I can't, I can't live that life. I, I, I just can't do it. I can't stay faithful. It's too hard. No, you can beat the devil. That's the point of this section of our study. You can beat the devil. And God has promised it. I want us to begin by looking in Psalm 27. Psalm 27, beginning with verse 1. And look at this. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Who do you need to be afraid of if God is on your side? Now, what did James say again as we looked at in our last uh, time together? James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Submit to God. And in submitting to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. You can beat the devil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my, the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. You can beat the devil. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident." The devil's going to throw all kinds of obstacles, all kinds of attacks against you. But you can be confident if you're walking with your hand in God's hand because he will enable you to defeat the devil. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple." You want to be in heaven, don't you? Heaven's waiting for you. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again, that there you may be with me. John 14, the first few verses. And then in verse 5 of Psalm 27, for in the time of trouble, the devil's going to try to trouble you as much as he can, 
He, that is God, shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. In other words, God will protect me. God will deliver me. God will shield me as long as I am determined to walk with him in faithful obedience and commitment on a consistent basis. I've said many times, as long as you are holding on to God's hand in faithful obedience, he will never let go of yours. You, with God's help, not on your own, by yourself, but with God's help, you can beat the devil. We'll get deeper into the scriptures next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for uh, for promising that you'll be there with us as long as we walk with you. Help us to do that, Father, and help us to be confident that because we walk with you, you have promised and we can have confidence in the fulfillment of your promise that you will empower us to defeat, to beat the devil. Praise be to you, Father, and glory and honor and thanks. Please forgive me, gracious Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.